Street Smart Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the new innovative concept of real estate investing. No more expensive courses. No more high-priced mentors taking your money and leaving you without ongoing support. Become a full-time seasoned real estate investor by participating with our already successful team members. Now is the time to stop talking about real estate investing and start doing. Take action. Just ask and we will help you. We promise one thing, no BS. For more info, www.streetsmartrei.com. Hello, everybody. How you been doing today, Mr. Rom? I'm good, thank you, Eric. And you? I am always good. <laughs> <laughs> I am always a good guy. So doesn't matter what kind of feel, how I feel. I am always good because nobody cares, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's true. Yeah, depends on who's asking, I guess. Definitely, right? So, uh, Mr. Ron, would you mind telling me? A little bit about yourself, where you live, what you're doing, and, you know, just introduce yourself if you don't mind. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, yeah, my name is Ron Smith. I'm uh, a born and raised Albertan, grew up in small town Alberta, just outside of Edmonton. Uh, but for the last 21 years, I've lived in Calgary, where I work as a mortgage broker here uh, in, in Calgary. And uh, kind of boring stuff, married, couple of kids. I guess the most exciting thing in my life is that uh, I love to play music, especially electric guitar, and most yeah. of the neighbors don't mind from time to time. So <laughs> those are the highlights of who I am and uh, and how I got here today. I like guitar. Wow. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. We've never had that conversation, I don't think. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, so I, I collect them a bit more than I should, and uh, I love playing them loudly. So that's that's cool. my, my advice. Okay, so how did you get in touch with the Street Smart Real Estate Investing? Well, whenever I started uh, journeying down the path of becoming a mortgage broker, um, I reached mm -hmm. out to a number of experts in the, in the community across Canada, and uh, I came across Claire Drage, who is a mortgage broker and a, a trainer out of Ontario. And long story short, she knew that I was in Alberta and she said in one of our conversations that I definitely need to get to know Yarek. So um, <laughs> I searched on your website, uh, saw some of the things that you were doing for investors and um, was really compelled to reach out to you. As you know, we've had a couple of discussions now and uh, mm -hmm. I really feel that my offering as a mortgage broker and real estate investment advisor uh, fits okay. beautifully with what... Um, uh, Street Smart is up to, and I'm hoping that along the line we can create some great synergies together with both you know clients that I have and members that you have, so we can continue to do great business in the world of real estate and in Canada. Perfect. Perfect. So, 
real estate advisor, what do you mean by that? Well, I recently, yeah, no, that's okay. I recently was actually designated um, as a real estate investment advisor um, through the Rain folks. Uh, they have a program through a company called Legacy, where you basically just um, take the fundamental pieces of the real estate investment uh, model, I guess, and you really begin to um, deal with it more as a business. Mm -hmm. And uh, the REIA designation basically helps individuals like me just to make sure that you're covering off all of the different pieces that it would take for someone to actually go into real estate um, investing as an as an actual either a, a full-time career or a part-time career and then okay. either on our own or with others to help them to just know what they're getting into and helping them troubleshoot problems, uh, showing them opportunities, basically everything we can do to kind of coach other people to, um, to be successful on their own real estate journey. So if I understand correctly, you have been in the business owner from how old? I know that's hard to believe, but it is true. So six, at 16 years old, a week after actually I turned 16, my um, father passed away. And oh. my mom and him had been separated for years and years, so they, they weren't living together at the time. And um, my dad was a realtor uh, in northern Alberta. And he eventually kind of assembled uh, a couple of properties, two houses, actually, and some small communities and a farm. So whenever he passed away, I was his only son, only heir. So all of those properties passed on to me. And as you can imagine, when most kids at 16 are trying to figure out, you know, how they're going to get gas money, um, I had to start figuring out how I was going to manage um, properties two of which were a couple of hours away from where I lived. And um, then all of the other legal ramifications that went along with that. So it was an unbelievable year or two, honestly, because it probably took me until I graduated from high school to really kind of figure it out. Um, fortunately, I had some great people around me that um, that helped me and, and settled my dad's estate because that was obviously you know part of it. But um, even to this day, I, I tell people quite often that, you know, I'm the youngest person I've ever met who had a will. So I had a will at 16. I had life insurance, I think, at 17 and um, really got a firsthand uh, view of what it took to be a landlord and a real estate investor um, at a very, very young age. So this is your first year as a mortgage uh, broker. Why, why, why that kind of profession? <laughs> well, and many of my friends are asking me the exact same thing, Yarek, just for the record. So um, I guess the, the, the short version is about a year ago, I came to a place where I really felt that I was, um, I needed to transition into something that I would do for the rest of my life. Um, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 15 years old. And um, I should probably mention, by the way, that's where the whole rock and Ron thing comes from. Um, <laughs> okay. When I was actually going into grade 10 of my uh, beginning days of high school, uh, before mm -hmm. I became a landlord, I decided to start a mobile DJ business and I began playing music at my high school dances. So eventually um, I ended up doing a bunch of stuff around my community and, and all of the dances and somebody somewhere coined the, the phrase rock and Ron. 
And even to this day, literally, whenever I call folks from my hometown, if I called and said, hey, you know, it's Ron Smith, you know, how are you doing? They would probably say, who? But if I say, hi, it's Rock and Ron calling, instantly they know who I am. So uh, so that's lasted <laughs> well. Anyway, sorry, that was a sidebar. So um, about a year ago, again, was going through a time of transition, really trying to figure out um, what I was supposed to be spending the rest of my days doing. And um, real estate investing continued to come up on the top of the list. So um, along with looking at Street Smart and some other avenues to just kind of re-engage with the educational component, um, I began looking at things a bit more strategically. And I said to myself, what would be the one thing that would minimize my opportunity in professional real estate investing? And it kept coming back to money. And, and you know this as an investor and many on our uh, time together today will, uh, will have the same experience. Money can sometimes hold it up. So I said to myself, if I had access to unlimited capital, that would then provide me potentially with unlimited opportunity. So unlimited capital, unlimited opportunity, what would that look like? And in my world, it was joining the world of the mortgage brokerage. So again, my father was a realtor. Uh, my brother actually is a realtor. I've got many friends across the country actually who are in the real estate business, but it was always a lifestyle that I just never really thought would be a good fit for me. But um, mortgage brokering is an excellent fit for me. So I'm very excited. I've been licensed again this past year, have done a ton of training, and I really feel that it's, it's the proper path that I should be on. Uh, okay, so you are leaning towards real estate investors or also first home buyers. Uh, I'm just very curious your perspective about, you know, how how you can serve in real estate investors. To be honest with you, that's the yeah. primary goal. Of no, great question. Well, and ultimately, um, at the end of the day, the financial part is is all generally the same, at least you know through the application process, et cetera, um, for everybody, whether you're doing a first time or refinance, um, whatever it may be. So the, the difference that I approach it uh, from the perspective of real estate investing and where I really believe that I, I am uh, a much stronger um, advocate for investors than many other mortgage brokers out there um, is because I've spent 35 plus years as a business owner. So if, if I can work with people, um, either seasoned investors that already know this or new investors who maybe quite haven't figured it out yet, if I can help them to understand that real estate investing, um, yes, it can be done part time, but it cannot be done as a hobby. It's a business. And it needs to be something that that the proper checks and balances are put into place in order to do it well. So when it comes to real estate investing, and again, you know this, Yark, through you know through your affiliations, um, most of the banks are asking different questions or are very hesitant to talk to people who want to build a large portfolio. Um, in many cases, once you top out, you know, three, four, maybe five, depending on the bank. Um, that's kind of it. They're capping your opportunity because of the model that the, the banks actually have in place. So again, during my early research going into the mortgage business, I found that if I could actually then access private lender capital and or other monoline lenders, they call it, so non-bank lenders that only do one particular type of funding, um, that would then give me the opportunity to help um, real estate investors much better 
than if I was to go work for one of the conventional banks, let's say, as a mortgage broker, where I only had the access of one line of products from that one bank. So it really, um, it's it's exciting whenever I'm talking to folks, um, because even in this journey and in, in where I'm at today, I've been, I've been investing, a, I've been a hard money lender myself more than I have been a real estate investor. So I have no properties at this moment, but that will be changing. I have money out in, into properties. Um, but as I began to acquire my portfolio as well, um, because of my business background, I already know what that's going to look like. And then I can help other investors to do the exact same thing to get them up to speed quickly and to get the financing that they need in order to actually maximize their plan and not be limited by somebody else's rules. So what's the most important thing any real estate investor thinking about or already actively working on, on the real estate portfolio and not necessarily portfolio, but real estate invest, invest you know, real estate investing venture, right? Yeah. Uh, should know about from the finance, financial perspectives. Okay. Well, let me give you, I'm going to put on two hats right now. So I'm going to put, first of all, I'm going to put my entrepreneurial hat on. So sure. my entrepreneurial hat says, if you have a dream that you feel strong and that you want to realize, then you just need to go for it. So figure out what it's going to take in order for you to get into your very first property. Part of that's going to be knowledge and education, which I know you can help them with. Um, part of it is mentorship and and just encouragement, which you also can help them with. But um, but it's finding a group of people or or a one or two people that you really want to partner with, so to speak, to get some of that information so that you understand what you're doing. Um, so you don't make horrible mistakes, which could, could cost you, in some cases, everything. So you want to go into this with your head head up, your eyes wide open, and you want to make really good strategic decisions about who you actually work with along the way. So that's my entrepreneurial side. My mortgage broker side now says, if there's one limiting factor that I've seen across the board with especially new investors, like just the ones starting into the, this business, it is mm -hmm. poor credit. So you need to protect your credit at all costs. My mom told me that for years and she had stellar credit. Um, I didn't always follow what she said and sometimes it wasn't always stellar, but I always tried my best to pay my bills and to make sure that you know my credit worthiness was secure. And um, I see it now almost daily with clients that I'm working with that, um, especially in today's world, as we'll talk about in a bit, just because of the changing rules in Canada, um, sure. you have to be an excellent risk for of either your own home or as an investment property in order for lenders to take you seriously. And there's really no difference um, when you start getting into larger uh, properties like the multi-unit properties or working with joint ventures. Um, they're going to want to know that the people that they're partnering with have their financial house in order. Because if, if you don't or if they don't, um, it could be disastrous um, in the course of the, the process of either securing a property, finding investors to help you finance that property, getting a mortgage traditionally through someone like me, whatever that may be. So um, I actually offer selectively, but credit counseling services for individuals. So if people do need some help, just knowing, you know, 
what, what, where they're at and where they need to go in order to, to improve their credit, um, I can definitely help because there's, there's been times in my journey when my credit has been horrible and there's other times like now, thankfully, where my credit is sensational. And it's so much easier to have opportunities present themselves whenever you are perceived as a good risk to, uh, to lending partners. Uh, so we understand that uh, many, many investors will be facing the challenges of uh, being not approved by the banks traditional way. The reason being is uh, there is mu too much liability on their shoulders, right? And uh, offering the private money joint ventures uh, is one of the primary um, keys of utilizing and expanding the real estate investing journey, right? Yeah. So I am I am very very much into no no liability no headache kind of real estate investing strategies, right? So that's one of the things which I would like to emphasize during that conversation that you need uh, mortgage brokers on a regular basis, and you should build the good good platform of professionals where they can help you when you need those that help, right? And Ron. <coughs> Sorry, we can agree about that. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Putting liability on, on your shoulders and putting the uh, praying that the market will always will be up and that, you know will be successful is one of the challenges which will be every, scares everybody, right? You know, yeah. so having a turnkey solution. This is how many properties you can inquire. This is what will be happening, and then at that stage. If you want to go to the multi-unit, this is what will be happening. And you, your your suggestion is very, very valuable about that. So let's talk about bad things happened. <laughs> yeah. And bad okay. things do and will what happen. Kind of mistakes, what yeah. kind of mistakes you ha have you done, right, uh, by being a real estate investor? And have you... Can you change them? What would you suggest? Well, on the on the people side of it, um, I guess I'd like to maybe start there. And that is um, sometimes as landlords, especially new landlords, we get caught up in the uh, the whole idea that the people who are our renters um, are you know, well, I don't want to say they're not like family, but you know that that they're that they're more than what we what they may think they are. So in our world, you know, we're trusting this person with our property. Uh, we, you know, we want them to look after it. We, you know, we want to look after them. And sometimes we can kind of enter into a relationship that may be one-sided. Um, although it does happen on the other side where there's some really bad landlords out there and renters, you know, really want to stay at a property and, and go on forever and ever. But anyway, I'm moving off topic. So let me get back to it. So, um, again, keeping in mind that real estate investing is a business, you need to treat your tenants um, like you would any other business relationship. They are customers. So you want to make sure that they're happy because you want happy customers you want repeat customers. So you want people who are going to pay their rent month after month, year after year. And that's part of your job as a landlord is to, to make sure that that happens. Um, but you also want to deal swiftly, um, but fairly 
with any um, issues that may come up during the time that they're with you and not, you know, not being lackadaisical about it or, or wishy-washy. <clears throat> if somebody doesn't pay their rent, uh, depending on what province you're in, there is a certain process that you need to follow. And even though, you know, we may have had a renter for two or three years and, you know, someone may have lost their job or one of the kids needed braces or whatever that situation is. And as humans, we can feel compassion to them and, and really sympathize with their situation. But at the same time, you have a business to run. So if you went into the local grocery store and, you know, got $200 of the groceries and then said, look, you know, once you're at the cashier, I just can't afford to pay you 200 bucks. Can I give you a hundred dollars today? And then in two weeks, I'll come back and I'll pay you the extra hundred dollars. We both know that's not, that conversation is going to end with the cashier because <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So we as business owners, real estate investors, we have the exact same obligation to our shareholders in our case, that may be us, it may be family members, it may be, again, our lending partners, whoever that may be, but we need to make sure that that property is actually being run as a business. And um, I attended one seminar not that long ago. This gentleman said it very well. Um, he knew the rules of his province inside out and backwards for the eviction process. And um, he was a, a wonderful, nice, compassionate man. So what I'm about to say was not done in a hurtful manner, but um, Literally, if somebody missed their rent, the very next day, he would go and serve them with an eviction notice. And he would basically say something like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry I have to do this. I know you're good for the money. Like, I know you're going to pay it. But, you know, my business says that this these are the steps that I need to take. So, you yep. know, please look at this letter and do your very best to get my rent to me as quickly as possible or else, you know, I will have to continue this process. So I think once people realize that, that you're being reasonable with them and vice versa, um, you know, I think you can you can work together. But that's the that's the people side of it. <clears throat> the other side of it, and you alluded to it a bit ago, Yarek, and that is making sure you have a plan and then executing that plan to the best of your ability. And in some cases, actually in all cases, that means getting the right people around you knowing what your longer term strategy is, and then moving in that direction. Because going back to your question, um, especially in my first few years of, of owning properties, some of the bad decisions I made were definitely around tenants and around you know dealing with tenants as, as partners, I guess, rather than customers. Um, another mistake that I made along the way was selling properties. And I know everybody has an opinion on this and many people would argue what I'm about to say and, and they're entitled to their opinion. But as I reached this stage of my life, um, I've realized in the past that I never should have sold any property I've ever owned. Unfortunately, I've sold pretty much every property I've ever owned. And um, again, some may argue there's some great reasons around that and, and maybe there are, but I think they're very few. So if you're truly in real estate investing, um, like in the, in the actual, the, the, the essence of real estate investing, you need to be thinking a long-term strategy. And yes, you can do flips and uh, fixes and flips within that strategies. And there's other mechanisms you can do rent to owns. You can do that all within your strategy. But the idea being that the money that you're actually generating from your real estate investing business is continually poured back into real estate assets and not necessarily for other things. 
Because if you're, if, if you're especially just starting off, um, if all of your money is going towards just paying the bills of the business and it's not bringing you any cash flow, then you need to subsidize your business for a little while, possibly with your, with your time, with the way you're getting paid. Um, and a, a mistake I made, I never paid myself for a lot of the work that I did on properties. Um, I would just think, oh, as long as the rent's getting covered, you know, it's all good. But going back to the business mentality, somebody is getting paid to cut your grass, for example, or to plunge your toilets or to paint your trim. Um, the property you know, has to be able to support that kind of thing without you working for yourself for free. Now, again, I understand, and especially in certain markets across Canada today, um, you know, rents have maybe dipped. So there's not possibly extra money in there for now in order to do that. Um, and short term, I understand. But long term, that business definitely needs to be operating itself and paying for itself and generating a profit for its shareholders. And that means that other people are getting paid to do the work um, and not you having to do it for free on your own. So there's a, a few lessons learned in, in that little chunk of information. I agree with you 100%. I, I believe that there is a, and everybody knows that there's active income and passive income, right? So yeah. whoever is asking me about the feedback, what will be the best option to start real estate investing and how you should structure the logistics is, uh, primarily people which are starting with it, they don't have as much money as a budget to start real estate investing, and you mentioned that. So I do encourage to work as much as possible on the marketing aspect of it, get as much as many leads, deals coming in through your pipe and expanding and building the the active side of the business, right, with uh, interacting with the knowledgeable investors, which they can help, support, provide feedback, interact, and provide quality uh, suggestions and feedback how the deal can be structured, right? And yeah. then, then among, you know, many deals coming in through the pipe, if the deal is right, if the deal makes sense, then you can transfer to the passive income, get the, you know, uh, mortgages, get the financing, get joint ventures, right? And then that that particular property, that pro investment can be transferred to the passive, right? And I agree with you 100%, right? So that's one of the things which not many people are uh, understanding the principles of real estate investing because they're thinking that they have taken the rental loan program and then they will do rental loan program, right? Yeah. Then after five months, they take in wholesale program and they switch, <laughs> switch into the wholesales, right? Yeah. And that doesn't work that way. What works is you should be having as much marketing set up for, for getting as many leads coming in, right? Help the people in the dire straits situation, be honest with them, tell them, I can help you or get the mortgage agent, I'll list you with the, provide you with the quality real estate agent, I will get you financed with the, you know, qualified and the best mortgage broker in the area. And then in case if, if we can make money, bingo. If we cannot, be honest with it, right? So yeah. I agree with you 100%. And that's one of the experiences which I would like to elaborate and tell everybody else, don't Shiny things, they don't work well. You have to have a system in place, right? Okay. Yeah. 
And that's the importance of planning or importance of planning. And again, at at 17, even 18 years old, I'm not going to beat myself up because I just didn't know any better. But now I do know better. And I know how important it is to actually have a long term strategy for your real estate investing business. Um, because then those things you just said, they can actually fit into your long-term plan. You know, maybe, you know, maybe doing something different every six months, you know, isn't a bad idea. I wouldn't probably recommend it, honestly, but but maybe for your plan, it's not a bad idea as long as it's part of your plan. So if you say, okay, in 12 months from now, I'm going to take a course, I'm going to learn how to do rent-to-owns, and I'm going to buy three rent-to-own properties. Great, because that's part of your plan. And maybe 10 months in, you're having so much fun with fixes and flips. You decide, you know what? I'm going to actually push that off for another year. So in two years, I'm going to take a course and or find a mentor and do that kind of thing. But but so much of what I've seen with real estate um, investing is reactive. People, you know, get excited and they get all hyped up. And even yep. now, you know, as I go, as I, you know, watch the internet and look at, you know, ads here and there, paper, newspaper, for all of the real estate seminars that are on right now, you know, they're filling rooms of hundreds, if not thousands of people um, who then buy the buy the program and go out to, you know, to change the world. But it's not quite as simple as that. You need to have other processes and people around you. And it's, it's just part of an ongoing thing. It can't be it can't be a rash decision. You need to have a good executable plan in order to make that work. You know, to elaborate about those courses, uh, uh... There is real estate investing educational business, right? And there is yeah. a real estate investing business, and there is a huge gap, right? Yeah, you are so right. Yeah, that okay. is so. And right. I, I will, I will mention our vision from the Street Smart Real Estate Investing. My group of the companies, uh, our goal is to bridge that gap, to build the bridge mm-hmm. between those two, right? If you have taken the courses, but with all the respect, uh, I know without even seeing the ads, right, that this weekend happened foreclosure course in, in our area because I see for two, three weeks, max, a KGG ads, right, mm. structured the same way. Every ad is the same alike because they provide the templates for the courses. And yeah. then, unfortunately, those those ads fading out, right? Because they don't have a plan, right? They are getting excited and then uh, they're getting not executing the, the system in place. Everything is about the systems, right? Yeah, right. It, really it doesn't, matter, doesn't matter how much you know. However, if you know even less, but you have a plan and stable and keep within the plan and you are not deviating by shiny objects, you have a higher <laughs> chances of succeeding, right? You go yeah. forward, forward, you go backwards, you go still forward as long, uh, you know, you make three steps f- f- b- forward and then two steps backward, but it's one step forward, right? And don't jump all over from different shiny objects, right? That's what I do really like what you mentioned about that system in place and having a plan on, on a regular basis. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, are you taking care? Yeah, please. No, I was, go ahead. Finish. Finish. So, are you taking any kind of steps? If, you, for example, I, I'm just curious, uh, you you will be approached by Mr. Smith, real estate investor, or want to be a real estate investor. 
Do you have any kind of system in place? What you do with that particular person? Are you analyzing their process? What are you doing? How are you helping them? Well, and that's definitely part of the process of of the advisor part, because okay. the the in one of my previous uh, careers, I actually spent some time as a business coach. So I got to know a lot about um, bringing out the best in people, essentially. So okay. I'm, I approached my mortgage business with basically that, that same attitude where, you know, if people come to me and say, you know, basically, what's the lowest rate you can get me on my mortgage or on my multi-unit property? Um, I'm happy to provide that information, but not without me asking a few questions first. And in some cases, that turns into a, you know, an hour-long conversation over coffee about, you know, what their 10-year plan is. Like, what, what's the end result of this process? Because chances are, it's not just about getting the very best rate today. There's a much bigger why. So um, as an advisor going into those conversations with a real estate investor, what I try to do is, is basically provide a holistic approach to kind of all things. And going back to your comment a few moments ago, just about how people you know, get distracted by shiny objects. Um, I do hear time to time, not often, but definitely you know, every few months, a story of somebody who got so excited about, you know, taking a program or taking a course or watching an infomercial on TV, whatever it was, that they decided the next day they're quitting their job and they're going into real estate investing full time. And yes, there is a very small percentage of people who can do that, that have been, you know, wired at birth to basically take on, you know, a massive, massive amount of risk and action. And yes, they actually can get a, a big reward from that. But most of us, again, going back to the plan, need to start to plan for that. So keep your full-time job, you know, begin investing um, part-time with some friends and family, keep your credit history and your credit report sparkling so that whenever you do go to execute your first deal on your own, then you actually, you have the capital or, or the, uh, the credit that is um, with whatever capital you may have to be able to put those deals together without having a, a ton of complication. Because there's a whole different conversation that happens whenever you're a real estate investor that has capital, has income, and has a plan than somebody who just has none of those things and is trying to move forward. So it's it's very much for me, well, it's actually two, two parts, I guess. For me, it's a calling. So many people get into this industry to make money, and, and I definitely want to make money. I'm not, you know, I don't shy away from making money, but, um, but I really truly believe that I've been placed in this business to, to make the lives of people better through, again, 35 years of experience, through the early death of my, my dad. Um, I've gone through so many different life examples. Even my mom passed away a couple of years ago. So as an adult, I had to deal with that and, and walk through you know, the final parts of, of my mom and dad's estate. So I really try to bring all of that experience together into one place to be able to give guidance and feedback that a real estate investor may listen to or may not. And that's okay, because again, as an advisor, that's what we have to do. We have to advise and give the very best information we can. But at the end of the day, it's up to the client to decide you know, what direction they want to go into. But I do know in my conversations with lenders, um, with private lenders, and with other people you know, that are in the industry, part of the team, um, I definitely have a different approach than a lot of others would, because I'm definitely not a transactional person. I'm a relational person. 
So I want to know what your five-year plan is. I want to you know, know what happened you know, three years ago whenever you didn't pay your bills three months in a row and it reflects on your credit score. Like what were you going through at that time and how could we avoid that from happening again possibly? <laughs> so I really try to approach every client as, as that in that way. And um, I believe over time, again, this is my first year, but over time, you know, part of my legacy as a real estate investor and or advisor will be the people that I work with over the years that I can then bring into this industry, this fabulous industry, and to help them be successful in whatever dynamic they have to deal with at that time. Ron, I can assure you one very important thing. If you're doing the right thing, everybody will know of you because so many people know of each other, a so small group of people. And I'm not talking about Canada-wide, if it's North America, right? You know many, many people from U.S., from Canada, from anywhere else, because it's a small circle of people which are doing transactional or, you know, relational uh, real estate investing, right? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for predicting the future? <laughs> are you going to give me some tests, some prediction tests? <laughs> No, I, I would like to ask you about what do you think about what will be happening in short term and long term in the real estate investing industry in Canada? Well, and, that, and that's a great question. And there's no doubt, um, at least during my lifetime here in Alberta and in Canada, uh, we are living in very interesting times as it relates to real estate. Actually, as it relates to a lot of things, but let's talk about real estate today. Um, just this morning, I'm going to pull this up. Um, I had a uh, uh, one of the notices come up that says home ownership rates dropping in most major Canadian uh, cities. So good news, bad news for some, and I'll, I'll tell you why in a moment, how this relates, um, but less people are buying homes. Then another thing that came out, this is from Bloomberg, Canada and Hong Kong among the world's four riskiest housing markets. Can you believe that Canada is on a riskiest housing market list? And then last but not least, um, I love this one. Um, this province is outperforming the rest of the Canadian housing market. And typically we think of Alberta or Saskatchewan or Ontario, British Columbia, but this province that's outperforming is Quebec, which is awesome. So way to go, Quebec. So there's just so many different variables right now that are happening uh, across the country that um, what was the, the way things used to be, I believe, is not the way that things are going to be. But here's what I read whenever I read all of those, uh, those articles and, and dig into a little bit deeper. There is likely, or there has been, no better time than now for a real estate investor to be serious about building their portfolio because of the dynamics that are happening across the country. So, for example, let's talk about the first article. Home ownerships are decreasing, which means people are buying less homes. It doesn't mean that people have to live in less homes. It means that they are no longer buying homes at the same level as they were a couple of years ago, 10 years ago. There's a graph. I won't bore you with the details, but there is definitely a decline. So what does that mean? Well, that means that somebody who is in the business of investing in real estate 
is now going to be not only helping the Canadian economy by propping up some of those rates because there's still people buying homes. Yes, it may not be the, the owner that will be living in the home, but an investor who will then rent out that home to somebody else. And then secondly, people still need a place to live. So it's it's going to fulfill a need on both sides as a landlord and an investor, but also as somebody helping provide uh, help homes for those who are looking to rent. Along with that, there's a very interesting demographic shift happening across Canada right now. Well, across the world, I guess, North America specifically, um, with studies on, on the millennials and, you know, even some of the younger ones where they're looking at, at that entire segment and saying, those folks don't seem to be as anxious to purchase properties as the baby boomers were or the Gen Xers are or whoever that may be in whatever demographic segment you want to study. So what does that mean? Well, that means that there's going to be an amazing opportunity. It's, it's happening now, actually, in some centers across the country where those folks that are still needing places to live and raise their families um, mm -hmm. have just different needs than what maybe somebody 20 years ago had or somebody today in their 60s or 70s may have. So by being a strategic real estate investor, you can look at these different um, dynamics and you can say to yourself, okay, where do I find myself fulfilling a need in the marketplace in a way that I can not only you know, buy one property and generate enough revenue from that property to pay for itself and maybe have a little bit left over, but maybe how can I do that two times, five times, 10 times? Maybe a multi-unit apartment building makes sense. Uh, maybe a development makes sense. So depending on who you are and, and you know what you're looking at doing, um, there are so many opportunities in Canada right now. And I just, I literally, I think I laughed out loud and I read this, the second one from Bloomberg, Canada and Hong Kong amongst the world's four riskiest housing markets. Yark, we live here. Is Canada a risky market? Like, seriously, I just laughed. And, and I get, you know, based on their studies and, and the numbers that they run, you know, that sure, compared to, you know, what it, what it used to be, um, you know, Canada has definitely seen some things slip in its ranking of, you know, I guess the least riskiest places to live. Um, but even with all of the turmoil that we've had the last couple of years with governments changing both provincially and federally um, and just some of the other laws that are interesting, I guess we'll say, um, we still live in one of the very best countries on the earth. And you know that you're a traveler. Um, I've, I've seen a number of countries as well. And I think that those things, again, in this market cycle, especially with oil being down still and the economy still recovering in Alberta. I just think it's a sensational time to be investing in real estate. And it will be for the foreseeable future, um, especially when interest rates are being held low. And there's just so many people that are still coming to Canada from other places that need affordable housing as they migrate into cities and become, you know, Canadians in their own job paths. So. So I hope I didn't go off way off topic, but that that is how I see the future of real estate in Canada. Um, I think that we're well, I know we are in a buyer's market in most of the major markets across the country, other than a few in Ontario and Quebec. <laughs> so, again, that's that's great news for them um, as sellers. 
but it's just, it's a wonderful time to be uh, to be really seriously uh, considering investing in in this property uh, property model. Uh, one of the things which I'm always cautious about mentioning is predicting the future. Yeah. The reason being is, as we mentioned, is having a system in place, right? You should know what will happen in your system, a real estate investing inquiry and, you know, venture business, what will ha be happening when the market will go up? What kind right. of strategies you should utilize and how you should uh, apply your strategies in order to fulfill and to have an optimal logistics set it up? What if the market is stable? What kind of strategies? How are you going to inquire? How are you going to find the buyers? How are you going to build your portfolio? Or how are you going to utilize your uh, strategies? What, Whatever, if the market will go down, right? Uh, we remember those times, 2007, and where the markets were going, you know, up, 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 and then huge down, right? Down, down, down. <laughs> Properties being asked, you know, asking price and was over bit bit hundred thousand dollars over the asking price. You remember those times? Right? I do. Yeah, I do. But what happened then? The market collapsed drastically. Everybody who were speculating, who didn't know enough information, they didn't work with the professionals like yourself. They 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 foreclosed. Yeah. So many people. You cannot imagine that what was like uh, amazing to see the people which they speculated. What mm. I'm saying is speculation is the biggest enemy for anybody. You have to have a clear understanding. These are the numbers. If the market goes up, bingo. If the market goes down, that's what exit strategies will be, right? If the market is stable, you will execute the way how you going to how you were planning from before, right? So name, Ron, one thing which every real estate investor, in your personal opinion, should do it in order to be successful as a real estate investor. Hmm. Well, and I guess without trying to sound you know too trite or cliche, I think the thing that people should do is just go out and do it. So depending on where you're at and how, you know, your life circumstances allows for it, um, take a step exactly where you're at. Just take a step forward because what I've found in, in many different industries, not just real estate, but people sometimes become paralyzed um, by inactivity. So again, you know, talk to Yarek and the folks at Street Smart or go to the library and, and, you know, pull out some books or, you know, go on the MLS and look at some listings. Like just do something, take one small step that'll, that'll feed that passion. Um, but then just know, as we've maybe talked too much about today in regards to the plan, you know, start setting yourself mm -hmm. some goals and some milestones, which, you know, is a, a very loose plan, but it's still a plan. So, you know, maybe chat with some friends and family who are involved with uh, real estate investing or attend you know, a meetup group or, you know, a networking group, whatever that may be specifically for real estate investors and just begin moving. 
because um, you can't move very quickly when you're not moving. So at least if you're in motion, you're going to be able to get some more motion following behind you um, with those relationships and the energy that comes by being in in a space with other like-minded individuals. So, so that would be my, my number one recommendation is just go find a direction and go. And then there'll be course corrections. You'll get advice, feedback, others' wisdom before you actually, you know, get into something <laughs> that's maybe bigger than what you are. But just go. You 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 hear me and see you know laughing right? Because <laughs> you know Joy, that a lot of people don't. Join yeah. our organization. You will be having your butt kicked on a regular basis. I can promise yeah. you that. <laughs> and that's good because again we sometimes to have people pushing us along the journey or pulling us along the journey depending on which side you want to be on so. <laughs> one of the most important thing is uh, i have been uh for you know over 15 years right uh, uh i've been you know in the different kind of businesses all over my life uh, you cannot employ me right D simple as that right and I have seen people which they talk, I have read Rich Dad Poor Dad. And the question is, what have you done with it? Yeah. I read it, right? I want to do real estate investing. What do you suggest to do? That's kind of questions, guys. Uh, uh, I do not know what to do. Uh, I am lost, right? I have taken the courses, but I have no support. Mm. It's very, very simple. Move your butt and start <laughs> doing something and don't give up after one week, after two weeks. Keep asking the questions. Join an organization like Real Estate Investing Community. Talk with Mr. Ron and do not give up. There is no easy way. Business, real estate investing business, as long as you fail nine times, but the tenth time you succeed, bingo, you will be successful right yeah that's and, very important message from everybody important. and you know what you're and, and you're living proof of this um so i'll give you kudos to this but i'll it also reflects what i'm about to say with others i have been very surprised may not be the right word but definitely encouraged with the amount of conversations i've had over this last year as i've entered this industry myself just how willing people are that know way more than I do, that have had, mm -hmm. that have way more properties than I do, how just down to earth and, and encouraging they are to share their information and to share their journey. And I think that that's something that is noticeably different that I'm finding anyway at, at this stage of my life with real estate investments versus other types of investments I've been involved with in my past mm -hmm. is real estate it, there's a much greater component of legacy creation or, or legacy building than there is with most other investment type uh, products or, or industries. So real mm -hmm. estate definitely has the feel of it being bigger, longer term, creating uh, wealth for multiple generations, if that's what you choose to do as an investor. And, and people are, are proud of the, the portfolios that they've built. They're also, you know, maybe not proud, but they're not exactly embarrassed about some of the mistakes they've made 
And they don't mind sharing those mistakes with you if it can help you to not make those same mistakes. And I know as a parent, you know, I do my best to, you know, to give all those lessons to my kids and they hear, you know, one out of 10. Um, but when I'm sitting down with a with a, a brand new eager investor and they're literally, you know, they want to find out, you know, what what did what worked, what didn't work. Um, I find the the real estate investment community is just amazing for that. And Street Smart is definitely taking the lead in the industry by providing a, a structure to that. Uh, for those who need something a bit more structured. So again, kudos to you and and uh, what you're doing with Street Smart and your other well, companies. We are passionate about the business. We are not going anywhere. Simple as that, right? Polish-born, Canadian, stubborn, persistent, tenacious, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how you say it, my friends are telling. Uh, uh, you will be hearing from me straightforward. You're, you know, don't bullshit me or that kind yeah. of conversation, but that's that's part of the game, right? You know yeah. what I mean. And one I of did. the things which one of the things which I truly believe it has to be implemented in any business structure by working with professionals like you is you have to keep asking. Yeah. Nobody will ask you, please ask me, please ask me. You don't ask. Screw you. Next. With all the respect, that's the, the way principle works because, you know, we have a, we, we can have a money. We can have a, anything, whatever in the world you have it, but you do not have a time and you do not have a have which you can spare and give it to somebody else. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the very important thing is everything, whatever we do, we do, you do for your own family. I do for my own family. And if I help you to be successful, I have a higher chances of also being successful with you and building my own business, right? right. Understanding those principles is very important for anybody. Do not waste. If you are not dedicated, do not waste somebody else's time because you are stealing their time with the family. You are stealing their time with whatever they can be much more efficient, right? And going back to the systems, as I mentioned, that's why we're having challenges with organizing and having, you know, uh, scheduling systems, right? Book an appointment, make sure you have a questions, whatever you have related to it. So, Ron, I have a few questions aside of uh, coming up from the conversations. So okay. what kind of... You as a business person, what kind of challenges you have at this moment from the marketing perspective and how you plan to overcome them? What exactly you planning to be doing in the near future in order to have higher exposure in your business as a real estate broker, as a real estate investor, advisor? I, I do. I'm very curious what exactly you're planning to do. Well, and part of it, again, is... Uh... I, taking a playbook from you, and that is becoming a provider of information. So I believe okay. that the, the one thing that I can do that separates myself from, you know, a large number of other mortgage brokers is by providing an educational component so that people can understand um, different bits and pieces of, of this process. And uh, I'm about to launch, um, we're doing our first video recording next week, uh, a new podcast called The Money Minute. So um, it's going to talk about all sorts of things. Literally, it's going to be a minute long. I'll do one a week, probably, maybe more if I have time. But just, again, using some of the things that I've learned, mistakes that I've made to give just a little snippet of information to somebody who could save them 
you know, thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars by just making very, you know, simple little course corrections. But anyway, that's one thing. So from my, from my perspective, marketing isn't just marketing. Marketing is providing education and, and leadership and knowledge to, to an industry where there's some amazing people already in it. But as we know, there's a big shift of, of uh, wealth happening right now in Canada. And, you know, many of these people who have a large amount of money and have built massive portfolios of real estate are wanting to pass these on to their kids. And the kids don't want them. They don't mind the money, but they don't they're not really too concerned about being a landlord or, or running a property management company, whatever that may be. So. Again, part of my strategy is and will continue to be just making sure that I'm available to people to have those conversations, you know, through um, some of the stuff we're doing on the web, obviously, even this this uh, platform is awesome because this is a great way for people to maybe get to know me a little bit more personally than in some of my other uh, webinars when we're talking about very specific strategies around real estate investing. Um, but it's ultimately just showing up and being engaged in the community so people know that you know i am you are reputable um people in the industry that are there to to help make a difference to those who are to those who are in there and one of the things that i think is probably the single most amazing benefits about entering the real estate investing sphere is the fact that unlike any other type of investing there really is something for everyone so if you have a lot of money but you don't have a lot of time you can you can be a very successful private lender and you could do hard money loans so high interest loans or or a regular low low interest lender for like regular conventional mortgage type rates um if you have no money but a lot of time um as you talked about earlier you can become a wholesaler so you can go looking for deals and help put those things together or or give them hand them off to somebody who may be into joint ventures so again, you can be a joint venture partner, which may require some money, may not, depending on those relationships. So, so I think any kind of thing that we do, and, and going back to the, to the answer to your question, um, everything that we do as real estate investors is about personal marketing and knowing who we are, what we want to do, and then letting people know that this is you know, the, the space that we fill. And um, I'm meeting people almost weekly that come to me and say, you know, I, I don't have any money, but I'm passionate about real estate investing. Wh what do I do? So getting certain people together to make those those transactions occur. That's a, an amazing thing about the real estate world. So but it's staying in this for the long haul. It's continually building your brand with integrity and trust and knowledge and um, and operating as I've operated every business. Um, with a high level of professionalism, knowing that there's room in any industry for good businesses. And um, my goal has been and will continue to be to always be one of the top businesses in any industry that I enter. And uh, the mortgage world and the real estate investing world will be no different from, from what I'm seeing and the direction I'm heading right now. And what we are going to do, it, if I understand correctly, we will be providing some educational resources to our real estate investors, as we have uh, agreed before, right? Yeah. That's one of the things which we will be doing. So I would like to, do you have any final thoughts and final feedback? 
Well, I guess, again, just to reiterate, I think this is a great time to be investing in real estate. Um, that is my personal opinion, of course, um, well, and professionally. <laughs> but, um, you know, I really believe that if, if you're, you know, viewing or listening to this information and you, you are really wondering, you know, is this a good time to be doing this? Um, I do believe that that this would be one of those times. Uh, it's only something that you can decide for yourself, of course, but um, but that is something that I'll leave you with today. Um, also, I do work with real estate investors who are looking to get decent financing for their projects. So if you are looking for even a second opinion, by all means, feel free to contact me. Um, I'm very easy to, to get in touch with usually, and I uh, respond to my calls quickly, usually, and uh, would be happy as part of you know this group of people to, uh, to offer you whatever consultation I could to either confirm the direction you're heading or maybe even challenge a direction that you're heading um, you know, based on some criteria that I may bring to the table. Um, and then lastly, I work with private lenders as well who would like to see a better return on investment than what they're currently getting from other investments. And mm -hmm. um, again, just knowing what we know about the Canadian economy the last couple of years and, you know, the people that have, you know, a, a more clear crystal ball than I have um, seem to think that, you know, we're still in this for a little while longer. Um, but real estate is, is doing well generally in many markets across the country. There are definitely some that are that are depressed, but most off. Uh, there's still money to be made in, in real estate. So I would encourage those folks that do have money that would like to lend it. Um, please get in touch with me as well and uh, we'll see what we can do. Perfect. So would you mind telling your contact info? Yeah. Do you have it available, Yurik, or should I provide it? Yeah, you provide. Okay. So uh, I'm in Alberta, as I mentioned, but I can talk to people across the country. So uh, best number to reach me directly is on my uh, cell phone, which is 403 236-6767. That's 403-236-6767. Uh, my company is actually called House to Home Mortgage. And uh, you can find me at um, rsmith at h, the number two, h, mortgage.com. So fire me an email and uh, I'd be more than happy to give you some of my time and to answer any questions that you may have about um, the financing part of things or about the investing part of things. And at the same time, you can join our organization, realestateinvesting.community, where Ron will be available anytime. If anyone has a questions about mortgages, the real estate uh, financial side of it. And I would like to conclude, uh, perfect. I am very, very happy to have you on the board, Ron, and looking forward to working with you on a regular basis. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I'm looking forward to the same thing. Straight Smart Real Estate Investing. Welcome to the new innovative concept of real estate investing. No more expensive courses. No more high-priced mentors taking your money and leaving you without ongoing support. Become a full-time seasoned real estate investor by participating with our already successful team members. Now is the time to stop talking about real estate investing and start doing. Take action. Just ask and we will help you. We promise one thing, no BS. For more info, www.streetsmartrei.com.